this week on Missions Today. Meta as a whole, it reaches, it reaches over 3 billion people. So it's very, very, it's a massive company. And so we, the Christians that are inside this company, we have a, we have a, we have a role to play. You know, how can we continue to use the platform and be able to influence the platform in a way that will benefit and really be that light that the company can be to people all over the world. In Matthew chapter 5, the Bible talks clearly about being a light in this dark world. And what's really exciting is that some of the most challenging industries around, like Hollywood, professional sports, and big tech, there are people who know they're called to be light there. Hi, I'm Colin Lambert, and this is Missions Today from Resource Global. Grace Ebo, our guest this week, is one of those people. Raised by Nigerian immigrants, a first-generation American, she's taken the values that were ingrained in her by her parents, leaned into her faith, and found a place to engage that not only fulfills her desires related to work, but provides ongoing opportunities for Christian fellowship and growth. You know, we often look at some of the industries I mentioned as places of darkness, but Grace has found in her work that she can be the light, and together with other believers, see that light grow. It's a compelling story of God using someone right where they are to fulfill His work and His plan. Let's learn more now. Hey, Grace, it's great to have you with us on Missions Today. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I want to start with your early days. Uh, your parents, I believe, were immigrants, and that in itself makes an interesting story for many people who are not that closely connected to the immigrant population. So I want to start there. Tell me a little bit about your early days and your growing up years. Um, I am the daughter of Nigerian immigrants. I was born and raised in Houston, Texas, and Throughout all my years, my parents were always instilling the value of hard work, the value of faith, the value of education, because my parents, they came to the U.S. because they wanted to ensure that their children grew up in an area where they could really be in a land of opportunities. And so um, my parents did not want us to just, you know, waste our time, you know, like this is not what they came here for. And so very much they wanted to instill all these values in us from a very young age. And I am one of five. I have four other siblings. And so from the very beginning, we all had this, you know, drilled into our minds of this is what we're here for. We are here to be and make an impact where we are. We're called to have education, you know, as stepping stone to greater opportunities to our open doors. And it was just in that, especially with our faith as well. My parents were very much very much hard, I say hardcore believers. <laughs> Some people always say otherwise. And so I'm very happy that they were able to kind of instill those values of faith in us because being able to kind of combine those two things um, for us was very invaluable. Yeah. So those things were instilled in you from the from the very beginning. You talked about your parents' faith as well. Talk a little bit about your faith journey. When did it become personal for you? Maybe during a time what people consider the rebellious years, teenagers, you know, 18 year olds, but Honestly, the time for me was actually when I went to college. And the reason is because, you know, initially people, because for me, I knew for sure I wanted to go to school outside of state. I want to go to school outside of Texas. You know, my, my, my mindset then was like, you know, I've seen all this type of grass for the past 18 years. I need a different change of scenery. 
And so, but initially for some people, it's like, oh, is it because you want to like go out, see the world without the supervision of your parents? And, you know, maybe, but at the same time, no, not really. I think it was just something I was like, just, just I'm doing something for a different change of pace. But it was when I got to college that it helped me to really see God for who he is and not for what my parents say he is. Right. And so it was that opportunity for me to actually get to know God for myself and actually get to have a one on one relationship because I'm choosing to actively seek him myself. And so because in college, honestly, no one really has to be looking out for you. Right. You can do whatever you want. You can go to all the parties. You can go to all the different ragers or whatever. And your parents don't have to know a thing. But as in that moment that really God continued to show himself strong in my life, especially during those years um, when I would pray and then something miraculous would happen, right? And it's like, okay, whoa, 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 right? And it's like, you just kind of, for me, that was a time where I got to really know God for myself and not, you know, I'm doing this because my parents tell me to, but, I, but it's because I want to. And I think for context, it was also, I'm also a twin. Um, I'm the older one by three minutes. And so because me and my twin, we were inseparable. College is the time when we were like, okay, let's not get weird about this. Let's start separating our lives and, you know, doing things. So it was even that opportunity of just being by myself and not having that initial support system and guides that I would usually turn to. That was when it was like, all right, God, I don't have anyone right now, but at least I know I have you. Um, and of course, you know, friendships did come and everything. You, you talked about studying computer science at school. And before we get to the specifics in college, I want to go back to your childhood for a moment. I remember hearing a story about you finding a book on a shelf that had to do with programming computers, building web pages. It sounds like your interest in computers started early. Very early and on accident. <laughs> so, yeah, it was very much back in fourth grade, we were doing standardized testing in the school. And usually classes and teaching cannot resume until everyone has finished taking the exam. And so I remembered I finished early and I'm tired. I want to just rest my, my, like my, my, uh, my mind. Um, it was just, it was literally under grueling exercising from exam. And so I just wanted to take a, a nap and my teacher would not allow me to do so. And She just said, go find a book on the bookshelf, go and read. And, you know, under the same value of respect and, you know, following directions, I was like, okay, I know I can't get suspended. I know this is not what my parents (laughs) came to the U.S. for. And so I followed directions and I found a book that just so happened to be how to make a web page in HTML. And so I was able to just read through the book and it just seemed so interesting. And I was like, whoa, this is great. I couldn't test out the instructions that the book was telling me on a computer because, hey, it's testing, no electronics. But my teacher so kindly allowed me to take the book home. And that evening I was typing in all the instructions on the computer at our our family computer. And the next, you know, it's like, hello, world great on this website. And I was like, so, so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, mommy, look, mommy, look. Um, And even though she was like, Grace, it's 10 o'clock. Why are you still awake? Go to bed. You have school. So, <laughs> but all I knew is that that was a day I was like, I want to do whatever that thing is. I don't know what the name of it is, but I want to do the thing where you do the thing with computers that I eventually came to know a couple of years later that was called computer science. So obviously you kept that passion by making that your major. Did that continue to stay at the forefront of your mind throughout your college years? Most definitely. Most definitely. Usually college is also a time where people get to rediscover their interest. People come in as one 
major and they decide it's not for them. And then they decide to do something different. But the moment I decided to major in computer science, I knew I didn't make a mistake. Even from that first semester, I was very much like just submerged in like everything that brought me back to that moment many years back. Um, like that excitement, that spark, that level of thinking that I had to do. And so it's something that I very much stayed with all four years in college. And it very much kind of, if anything, reaffirmed my decision as to why I decided to major in it in the first place. You talked about uh, your faith really coming to bloom in college. And you also talked about, you know, being alone, even from your twin for the first time for this kind of extended period. You also mentioned the, the need and the activity of getting friends together. How did your faith continue or grow or was challenged during those college years? What kind of things did you experience with your faith? So from the very first semester in college, we have a huge number of student groups on campus. And one of them was actually a Christian ministry. And so for me, that was the sense of, oh my gosh, like this is something that I, I recognize. <laughs> you know, like this is something I can join, get plugged into, because at that point, I didn't know anybody. I didn't really know nothing. I didn't know where I could be able to find my place on campus. And so that organization is the organization that has very much shaped a lot of my years in college from that very first semester. Because it was then I was able to actually have people that I could talk to, I could relate to, you know, be able to express even struggles that I was going through, whether or not it's schoolwork or, you know, something crazy happening in the hallway. How do I deal with this? And so even from there, I've been able to honestly have lifelong friendships from that organization. And so even in that moment of having mentors in that space of how I should even properly pray, how to pray. How do I deal with such like different situations, especially regarding like, you know, college is usually like schoolwork, right? Like school is stressful, finals, exams, but actually how do I, am I able to handle it in a healthy manner um, and not turn to things that may not be very useful at all? And so it was really that organization of many that I joined, but that org organization always has a special place in my heart because that was where I was able to really like through the Bible studies and the prayer sessions and like the different workshops that we would have. And just honestly, like just sit down talks of just like, Hey, let's just chat. Right. It was through those moments that I was able to really one build a community around my faith in my college experience, and then also have that support system that I so desperately needed at that time. Those college organizations are so important and can be so formative for students who are now away from home for the first time. And like you said, it's really up to you as the individual at that point. There's nobody watching, nobody checking boxes to see what you're doing. It's all on you. And, and it sounds like you plugged in early. And that's really, I think, one of the most positive and uh, important things for a student who goes off to school is plugging in early, not waiting, not getting used to sleeping in on Sunday mornings or whatever. Get plugged in, get plugged into a Bible study or a church and get those things going. Well, you focused on computer science. That was kind of the whole gig. Did you have an idea of where you wanted to work or did that start happening maybe through internships or something in college? How did that move forward? Yeah, so that was definitely through um, the internship experiences that I had. And so after my first year of college, you know, especially with just how my parents raised me, I knew I didn't want to be sitting around in summer doing nothing. I wanted to see how can I be able to continue to grow myself? How can I continue to challenge myself and really just try to expand my knowledge even when I'm not in the classroom? And so um, in my first year, I remember just Googling, it's like, what are computer science internships for first year students? 
just a simple Google search. And I was able to come across a program that was hosted by Facebook called Facebook University. That's what it was called at that time. And so Facebook University was a program that allowed first year students to really get industry experience related to computer science, actually build out features, building out mobile apps. And so it was at that moment, I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I need to do it. I Because it was like, what's the worst that can happen? They can tell me no. Um, and so I was able to then apply. And that was really the start of a journey with um, working at Facebook now called Meta. So I pretty much returned to intern every year at the company before returning full time. So now you're there full time. Talk about that transition to Facebook, now Meta full time and and what that experience has been like related to your career specifically. Definitely that program that I started with, uh, Facebook University, as it was called, that was for me what I considered a stepping stone. That was the opportunity that I had to really get exposure into a whole industry that I've heard so much about that I would see on Google images um, everywhere. And so it was just something that was very eye-opening and it was a very enlightening experience to be able to really submerge myself. Um, And even more surprising for me then when I saw that there was a Christian organization at the company, uh, Employee Resource Group. And so that was something it was like, wait, what? Like they have Christians at the company and you can actually say you're a Christian. It was just like, I thought college was hard sometimes where you're like, oh, I got to say I'm a Christian. And it's like, you, you get eyes, you know, but I was like, but in the workplace. And so that was that first internship when I, I remember finding the group and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I have to get plugged in. Cause at that point I was still on fire from the first interaction I had with my college campus. I was like, oh, if this is college, let me see how the corporate experience is. Um, And so that was something that honestly even held me down during my internship. It was just a very like connect the dots type of thing, especially when I had hard times in my internship and I needed somebody that I could talk to, knowing that there's a person that was like literally a chat away, just either down a cubicle away that I can just walk over, have lunch together. And so it was that moment that also kind of started that idea of what it means to really bring your faith to work, knowing that like, oh, well, and I won't get fired that I that I initially thought. But yeah, so it definitely kind of changed my mindset of things of really what it means to bring yourself to work. And honestly, one of the reasons I, I, I kept on returning every year, in addition to just the general culture of the company as a whole. Before we get to the to the faith piece, which is really how we'll wrap up our conversation today, you mentioned the growth there at Facebook, even from your early college year internships to what you're doing now. I think maybe even people across the U.S. and people who might even be listening around the world, most of us all f- familiar with Facebook, now called Meta, the the corporate, the parent company. But also, I don't think until maybe recently we've understood how broad Facebook is. We all look at it as just this large company that does social media and and you put your profile on there and share your vacation pictures. But there is a whole lot going on at Meta and Facebook. Tell us where you fit in. What are you doing there? I am a software engineer and a software engineer. We are the ones that really write the code that helps make Facebook run the code that helps Instagram, that helps WhatsApp, that helps even the, the, the reality labs division. And so we pretty much help build, put those building blocks that help users able to really ex- kind of have that experience that they have today. And so I work particularly on the Facebook app 
and we work in communities. So being able to really create experiences that will enable people that are in areas like groups really have a more connective experience with, you know, how they can engage with people of similar topics and be able to engage with how to really discuss topics that, you know, they, they, they need a space for. And so that's where I work particularly. So that's kind of what they say is like one hat and then the other hat. Um, so it's like, it's like one hat, like, like it's, it's almost like software engineer by day, Christians at leader by night, even though technically I do them all in one the same. So well, let's talk about that piece. Uh, it's, it's wonderful that they have the Christian employee resources available to you to engage your faith in the workplace, not just cubicles down, but I, I, as I understand it, even kind of around the world with Facebook employees, you're able to interact with them. Tell us a little bit about that group and then how you fit into that. From the very moment I first got engaged with the group in my first internship a couple of years ago, I knew that this was, it was through that group that it helped me realize that we are just right where we need to be. Whether or not I'm in that, I'm in, I'm at Facebook that year for an internship or whether or not I'm, you know, at school at a particular semester at that particular moment, I realized that there was a moment where we are all placed and it's not on accident. And so even the fact that I've been able to return back every year and even get a full-time role, it's something that I, I don't see as coincidence and I don't see as just luck or just being, just, just, just kind of sick of being there, but it's, it, it's like knowing that like, okay, God, you put me here for a reason, at least after like realizing this, like it was like something I definitely realized, especially like when I started full-time, it's like, whoa, I'm literally here for a reason. How do you want me to show up? Right. And so it was through this Christians at organization, this employee resource group. And that's what I absolutely love about the employee resource group is that it's not just a matter of a group where we just come together, do Bible studies, do prayers, but it's more of how can we also mobilize, right? Because Meta as a whole, it reaches, it reaches over 3 billion people. So it's very, very, it's a massive company. And so we, the Christians that are inside this company, we have a, we have a, we have a role to play. You know, how can we continue to use the platform and be able to influence the platform in a way that will benefit and really be that light that the company can be to people all over the world? And so both within the company and outside the company. And so how are we able to really be that light that God has called us to be and actually make a move on it and actually do something about it, whether or not it's actually having, you know, relationships with people within the company, getting to know them more, being able to hear their story and really to be a supporting ear, whether or not it's even in like the work that I'm doing as a software engineer and how we influence the product of how it should we be focusing on, what should be things that we're looking at. And so there's just many things that I realized that it's not a coincidence that you know, met at this moment is where it is today, right? But it's even especially more prominent to me that we have a, we, we literally have a role. And each and every one of us in all of our various companies that we may be working in or in the schools that we're working in or even in the, you know, different retail stores that we're working on, we all have a role to play at that moment. And so that's something that I very much appreciated within our employee research group is really helping to bring this to light and also be able to figure out the resources that we can be pulling together to help uh, help us on that journey of really 
really fulfilling the commission here on earth. Uh, in our final moments here together, I want to dig more deeply just into those last thoughts that you shared as you are living out your faith at Meta Facebook, as you are doing that through your work, as you're engaging with others or doing it, people are listening today, they're hearing it, they hear the excitement in your voice and the passion that you have for this. Maybe if they're wondering, you know, maybe I haven't exercised my faith really before in the workplace. Maybe I haven't really taken advantage of where God has me right now. Maybe just a, a couple of thoughts for those folks listening today who, who need some encouragement about living out their faith through where God has them right now. Yes. And so, I definitely want to reiterate in that we are all in our different places for such a time like this, whether or not it's like I mentioned, we are all in different companies. We are all in different specialties. We are all in different seasons of life. And to know that for sometimes for us is always, we can be looking for the next thing. Like I'm trying to look for this new job. I'm trying to just jump, just trying to just trying to just move on to the next level. Right. But there's something I've realized is that really just to seek God's face and say, God, I am right at this place right now. What have you called me to do? And the thing that I noticed in that is that God, he is not going to leave that offer on the table, right? If you chose, if you so will it, he will reveal it to you. Whether or not it's maybe in the conversations that you have with people or maybe just some new insights that you didn't have before. But I think it's the idea that if we're able to really seek God's face and say, God, I'm at this company for this reason, it is not a mistake. It is not a futile effort that I just need to jump ship. But how can you make me make that impact that you called me to make here? And to know that God, he's not a God that he's going to leave that offer. He will definitely reveal it to you. He will definitely put those, you know, motion. He will he'll put that motion in place if you seek it. One verse that was very calming for me was, especially with this whole seasons of how to live out my work, like live out my faith in the workplace. It was in Deuteronomy 31a. And it says, don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you and he will neither fail you nor abandon you. And so for me to have that sense of purpose and agency to know that like, I can really make an impact here in the marketplace because God has already gone ahead of me. Great God, then show me that direction and I'll, and, and I'll follow right behind you or alongside you. So however you want to see it. Awesome. A final question. How can we pray for you? Those listening today, how can we pray for you? Honestly, just to really continue to pray that God's will be done um, in each of our companies, um, especially there's a lot of changes going on around the world. And it can sometimes feel a little bit like, ah, what's going on? But I think to know, especially in all the places that we're working in, to know that we can be the light that the darkness so really wants to try to overcome, but we can really overcome it with light and good you know, over evil. Um, for me, for people at Meta and especially other tech companies where it's like tech has a huge hold and like a huge influence in the world that really all the believers at these tech companies can really make that force and be a force of change for good in our different areas. Being a force for change, a light wherever we are. What a wonderful testimony from Grace, our guest today. And what a powerful message to each and every one of us related to where we are right now. And I hope you caught the part where Grace said, don't be rushing to that next thing. Ask God what he wants you to do right now, right where you are. 
Boy, I've experienced those times in my life, haven't you? Times you are just ready to get on to the next thing, tired of where you are, believing that the next thing is the only thing that's going to suffice. There are even times when you think, if I could just do that, I could really make a difference or I could really do something for the Lord. The truth is, He has you right where you are right now because He wants you there. And more importantly, He has you where you are right now to be a light, just like grace. If you're a follower of Christ, you've been called to be a light in a dark world. And when people see that light, it glorifies the Father in heaven. Are you being a light today where God has you? Honestly, the first question might be, are you plugged into the source of that light? Have you taken steps to follow Jesus? Are you a Christian? If not, I want to take a moment to encourage you to do that, to just pray a simple prayer that I'm going to pray. You do it in your own words and mean it in your heart. Something like this. God, I know that I've done wrong. Please forgive me of those things. I believe that Jesus is your son that he died for me on a cross and rose again as a victor over death and hell, and he's going to come again someday. Help me to be a light right where you have me. In Christ's name, amen. Well, if you just prayed that prayer, I'm going to give you an email address in just a moment. I'd love to hear from you. If you're already a believer, ask Christ today to show you how to be a light right where you are, what it means to shine for Christ in your workplace, school, or organization. Ask Him to allow you to reflect Christ's love and power to those around you, feeling the darkness pressing in. Now, if you prayed that prayer just a moment ago to ask Christ into your life, I'd love to hear from you, as would our team. Would you please email me, clambert at missionstoday.com, clambert at missionstoday.com. If you're already a believer and this program has impacted you or you've been motivated to make a difference in your workplace, I'd love to hear from you as well. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Next week, we're going to talk with a man from Kenya who's helping to open the eyes of churches all over America to the true needs of Africa and the best form of partnership in today's missions world. If you've enjoyed the show today, I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate it, and leave a review on iTunes. If you have feedback for me, or again, if you've made that decision for Christ, please email me, clambert at missionstoday.com. And follow us on our Instagram and Facebook at Missions Today Radio. Missions Today is a production of Resource Global.